Welcome back to the Redneck Tech Podcast brought to you by Diamondback Covers. It is November the 14th, I'm pretty sure. I've been stuck in the editing grind for a couple of days. I've reached out to several people about doing some podcasts and uh, been sitting here looking through some of my notes of ones that I've wanted to do in the past. And I had some notes here for one that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And that is creating a reel or creating a production reel to showcase your work in order to hopefully attract potential clients or have something to show people of what you're capable of doing. Um, had a couple of thoughts about that when I looked at some reels that some people sent me. So wrote down some notes and here you go. Right here, right here, right here, right here. You want it? Yeah. So, to start this one off, I think it was, I don't know, probably six or eight months ago when I had a couple of people that were looking for work or looking to potentially you know, get some subcontract work for me. I was asking, um, I was looking for an editor, looking for a couple of freelance shooters and, uh, had a couple of guys get a hold of me through, I don't even remember how I reached out. It might've been the, uh, Facebook group, outdoor filming professionals, which I'm one of the administrators of. And I reached out to some guys or actually they reached out to me when I put on an ad. I can't remember exactly how it happened, but I was needing some help on a project. Don't even remember what project it was. When I wrote these notes, I wish I would have written all that down. It would give me a little more specifics. But I uh, I was needing some help on some stuff, and I wanted some guys to reach out and say, you know, I can do what you're needing me to do, or I can help you, or whatever. So I had a couple, six or eight people reach out to me and say that they were interested in the work. So I uh, first thing I did was ask them for a production reel. And, um, if you don't know what a production reel is, what it is a, a video or, I mean, I guess it could be other things too. A lot of photographers will have a portfolio, but what a production reel is, is it's a, a video that you compile all the things that you've done. Usually it's recent things. It can, sometimes it can be years ago, but mostly it's things that you've done the very recent future or the uh, recent past that, um, showcase what you're capable of whether that's shooting producing editing you know storytelling all of the above and you put this video together there's no really standard length usually they're a minute two minutes three minutes something like that i don't even remember how long mine is i think think mine's in the two and a half three minute range but what it does is it gives the potential client or the potential um person that's going to hire you an idea of what you're capable of doing And this is where knowing how to edit really can set you apart because if you can just film and you have to hire somebody to edit or you have to put something very rudimentary together to try and showcase yourself, it'll really hurt you. But um, I remember when I asked these guys for a production reel, most of them didn't have one. I think almost all of them but one did not have something like that. They would send me some show links or some things that they had been a part of. But the problem with that is usually there's multiple shooters on some of these things. So I don't know whether they shot it or not. I don't know which shots were theirs and which shots are someone else's. Um, You know, the only way that that's good is if you send somebody 
um, like a project that you've worked on is if you did it wholeheartedly, like everything on this was shot by you or everything on this was edited by you. And that's one of the things that um, I couldn't believe that those guys didn't have a production reel or something to showcase their work. They're looking to get work, but they have nothing to show someone what they're capable of doing. And um, it, a couple of them said that they were going to get back to me with a reel, and I've never gotten it. Uh, a couple of them said that they were going to put something together or get me some links for some things, and I think I'm, I got some of that. I think some of them I'm still still never gotten. So it's uh, it was disheartening. So I thought to myself, what makes a good production reel? Because I've seen a bunch of them, and there's some really, really, really good ones out there, but most of them, are what we've complained about a hundred times, and that's pretty music, pretty shots put to pretty music that do nothing to to showcase what you're capable of doing except shoot a couple of pretty shots. And if you're out there and you are a freelancer, you do this for a living, or you maybe you don't do this for a living and you just dabble in it, but you're serious about it, and all you have is a year's worth of pretty shots. Well, I would really hope you could put some pretty shots together. I I would really hope you could get a couple of pretty shots in a year's time. And that was what was frustrating to me is anybody can go out and get some pretty stuff and put it on a song and send it to me. But that, that would not sell me. That would not be something that would say, okay, this guy is more than capable of doing the job that I want him to do. I think when I saw this and when I've seen these reels in the past, it really got me to thinking, well, what makes a really good production reel? What would I want to see from someone that says this guy can really shoot or this guy can really edit or this guy can really produce or this guy can really tell a story. And that's a hard thing to do in two minutes, but it is absolutely possible. If you've never seen the production reel of Camp 4 Collective, Go out, do yourself a favor, and get on Vimeo and look up Camp 4 Collective and find their reel. I think it's Our Story is what it's called. And it's it's unbelievable. But that is that is the epitome of a production reel. And, um, and also, it'll be a little disheartening because those guys work on some really awesome budgets with some really big companies and they have tons and tons of time. But that doesn't take away from the fact that they're extremely, extremely talented. But with that being said, there's some things that you can do, even if you just own a, a T3i and a computer, there's ways that you can create a reel that will do do yourself a very good service and not a disservice. Because when someone asks for one and you don't have one, or when someone asks for one and it sucks, that is a disservice. So here's a couple of things that you that you really need to do because reels can be very deceiving. And I think I kind of I think I've kind of touched on that already. Because when you put just your best shots in a reel, and you might not know what you're doing, but you can screw up and do a couple of good, you know, enough shots to do a cool reel or a minute and a half. That's why they can be deceiving. That's why if I get a reel, I want to see several things in it. Um, and I don't want it to be the same crap that I get from everybody else or the same crap that I used to put out. I mean, let's get, don't get me wrong, I used to do the same thing. Okay, so you're wanting to create a production reel. 
this thing needs to absolutely exemplify everything that you're capable of doing. It needs to show that you can shoot, produce, edit. And if you can't edit, then you need to be able to convey this in some way. And, and when I say some way, I know that's vague, but guess what? You're supposed to be creative. If you're in this space, you're supposed to be creative. So get creative and show me that you know what you're doing. So lots of pretty shots. That's great. Um, but if you're not going to tell a story, man, I'm going to, I'm not going to watch it. And what do I mean by tell a story? Put the shots in a sequence that shows me that you understand storytelling, that there's a beginning, that there's a middle, that there's an end, you know, give me some dialogue. You know, if you've done TV work and you've gotten dialogue, work that into the production reel. Don't just do, use voiceover. You know, use actual spoken words if you can. And if it needs to be voiceover, take your time to really write voiceover. You know, tell me a story, if, whether that's about you, whether that's about your company, whether that's about what's in the reel. I don't care what that story is, but tell something. I would rather see a, war, uh, a reel or a work example that tells a story than one that's just a bunch of pretty shots. Show me how you get from one scene to another. Show me how. Show me that you know how to transition from one thing to another. And when I mean transition, like how do you get from one day to the next? How do you get from one scene to the next thing? How do you get from one person's dialogue to another person's dialogue? Show me that you know how to get those shots and those simple puzzle pieces that we talk about all the time. Show me that you know how to not only capture those, but capture those in a creative way. Show me that you know what an establishing shot is. How you get to that place. How you use that establishing shot to introduce a scene or to introduce a new character or to softly introduce um, whatever you're wanting to talk about. Show me you know how to speed up and slow down. Show me how to edit to music. You know, and you understand what show pace is or what video pace is. You know, there's a lot of things that you can do with two or three clips and two or three things that will set you apart from everybody else. There's there's so many easy ways to do it. Just go out there and start looking for reels. And when you see the good ones, ask yourself what makes them the good ones. Show me those basic building blocks of a story. The beginning, the middle, and the end. Like I said, the... Um, the transitions, the time lapses, the um, establishing shots, all these things are so important. I would rather see 45 seconds in a, or a minute than I would of three or four minutes of pretty stuff. You know, production companies and talented people are a dime a dozen. There's tons of them out there. But, I mean, I know production companies that have terrible reels that are extremely talented, but their reels are terrible. It's a bunch of pretty shots, but it's pretty music. I don't know how many times I have to say the same thing, but, you know, I just, I want guys to take, to put more thought into it. You know, a production reel is selling yourself. And when you're selling yourself, and selling yourself is extremely hard. At least it is for me. I hate selling myself. I hate talking about myself. You know, all the things associated with that, it it really, it makes it, and when people give me compliments, it really is tough. I would rather somebody give me really good construction criticism than compliments just because I get more out of that because I'm my worst, I'm my own worst critic. Um, and that's, I guess that's why I'm really critical of production reels, even my own. My production reel tells a story. I think it's pretty dang good, but I still watch it, you know, occasionally and it's, 
still frustrating me because it can be better and it's almost time to update mine. I did it this time last year and I need to sit down and do it again. Um, I have no idea what I'm going to do or how I'm going to do it, but I, I need to do it. And you need to update yours every year. That's something that you need to set aside time to do. If this is something you're serious about, if you want a tool to sell yourself, you absolutely have to have one. Because when I ask for one and you don't have one, that automatically put a perception in my mind that either A, you're not capable of doing this, or B, you're not prepared. And, you know, half of half of a job is showing up, you know, being prepared for that job. Um, you know, anybody in the world out there with a camera would love to get paid to use it. And when, you know, somebody's out there asking, okay, well, I'm willing to pay someone or pay you to do something, but I need to see what you're capable of first. And you don't have anything. You don't have anything to show me. I, d- I just don't I, don't, I don't understand that. Um, a lot of people can't afford to get an, a reel edited. That's why I say editing is so important. Because you're going to get a job with me a heck of a lot faster if you know how to edit. Or you're going to get subcontract work from me a lot faster if you don't understand how to edit. Um, and then take pictures and edit pictures and color pictures. Like I mean, that's what's setting guys apart now. That's what guys are getting hired and called back. I really feel like that's why I keep getting called back and I keep having the work that I have is, first of all, I'm extremely blessed. And second of all, I can do pretty much everything. I don't have to ask anybody for help. I can take pictures. I can produce. I can edit. I can shoot. I can freelance. I can um, I can handle talent. I can, I'm, I'm one of those guys that you can have in camp that I'm not going to ruffle any feathers. I'm easy to get along with, you know, there's a lot of different facets of being somebody that gets called back, but I'm one of the things I will always be is prepared and organized and having a reel that reflects that is a big part of it. So it's just, I, I just can't get over the fact that there's so many guys out there that want to do this job that aren't prepared to do this job that aren't, seeking out ways to better themselves, seeking out ways to feature themselves in a way. Everybody loves social media and self-promoting themselves and seeing themselves on social media when your content that you're creating on social media should be a selling point for yourself. But that production reel and showing me what you really are capable of doing, that should be the second most important thing to guys out there. But Just because... I'm not going to, I don't see who's going to hire anybody out there, any, any legitimate show, any legitimate production, any legitimate company that needs a sum contractor or needs to hire somebody that doesn't have a way to show a portfolio, to show a reel, to show examples of, okay, this is, I'm hiring you to shoot. I'm hiring you to video. Show me that you can video. Okay. I'm hiring you to edit. Show me, you know how to edit. Okay. I'm hiring you to take pictures. Show me you know how to take pictures. And if I, I think it's just uh, it's one of the absolutely basic elements of doing this. And um, there's just a ton of people out there that are trying to do this job, that are trying to do the freelance cameraman or the freelance producer or whatever you want to call them. There's tons of them out there. I mean, I've got a phone full of guys that I know that either dabble in this or do it professionally. And I do have some really good colleagues that are amazing at what they do a heck of a lot better than I am. But there's also a ton of guys out there, in my opinion, that are not telling a story. And setting yourself apart is telling a story. 
and I know that's, I know, and, and that's the biggest part of, I think that's the biggest struggle people have is when they hear that, tell a story, what does that mean? Go and watch the best hunting shows out there. Go and watch the best sitcoms out there, the best TV shows out there, the best Netflix series out there. Why are they the best? Well, first and foremost, they tell a story. They have a beginning, a middle, and an end. They transition. They get. To, they have all the basic building blocks, and then they have that extra something, which is great production value, great characters, and they're extremely well-polished. That's what makes them good. Well, how do you do that? You learn. You've got to go out there, and you've got to take those things. I used to sit and watch shows. I'll never forget it. I, I wish I could find the notes. I used to sit and watch shows before I started doing this for a living, and I would write down how long segments were. I would time it. Then I would say how long commercial breaks were, and then I'd say how many. I'd count the shots in each segment. I would notes take notes of each segment. Like there's a shot of the outside of the building, and then okay, there's a shot of the host. Okay, why is that? I didn't understand what a, what an establishing shot was, where they would take a shot of the outside of the building or the camp, and then you would hear that the talent start talking underneath that shot and then they would softly transition you inside. And um, I didn't understand that at the time. But I used to take notes and I would try to understand it and I would try and learn. Well, those things are so easy to show and they're so easy to show in a production reel but another thing a production reel do is show that you do not understand that. So really take your time. Really take your time and try and do this. Try and do it right. Try and really set yourself apart by telling that story, by adding all those blocks in. And um, once you have that thing done, have it readily available. That's another thing that I do as I'm looking at them right now. Is I have a list in my phone when people ask me for work examples or for my production reel. I have a, in my notes app on my phone, I have a thing called Vimeo links, which I have links to everything that I would want to send someone that's noteworthy. Every bit of content I've done, content videos for companies, I have show examples, I have promotion examples, I have uh, full show edits, I have shorts, I have sizzles, and I have my promo. I have every one of them right there. I can copy and paste and have it to them immediately, which all goes back to my other pet peeve, which is communication, um, which is another huge part of, you know, being prepared and, be, you know, always, somebody always being able to get a hold of you. You know, there's the little things that you can do, not only in life and in business, to you know, get a leg up, but the other one is being prepared, and um, I'm never going to be caught not being able to get a hold of me and be a good communicator and not be prepared, so I, I don't know if that helps anybody, it just kind of was one of those things that kind of struck me when nobody had it, and the ones that they did have weren't very good, um, and there's ways to make them good, there's ways to set yourself apart, I know I've, I'm a broken record, and I'm saying the same things over and over again, but and then the production reel can go for other things too. If, even if it's a production company, if you're a freelancer, or if you're a company, you know a company can have a production reel too. When I mean that, I mean say you're a real estate company, and you need you know people ask you know what sets you apart. Well, if you have a story inside of a video that you can send someone that says this is what sets us apart, and you can tell a great story, and you can you know it's, it's essentially a brand anthem. You know, that, that there's different versions to this thing. So I'm just telling you in terms of what a production reel looks like for somebody in this space. But there's there's ways to do it. It's going to be tough. It's going to be, 
is something that you need to really put your thought into, put time into, do a lot of pre-production, do a lot of thinking, you know, and also you got to be careful of what you put in a production reel. Sometimes there's some things that you don't want to put in there. A lot of kill shots, a lot of blood and gore and things like that that we would deal with. Those, those usually don't play well in production reels, especially when you're trying to get something that might be outside the scope of hunting. Um, you want to stay in, you know, kind of semi-PC on that kind of stuff. But um, you want to sh- tell a story. You want to show all the different things that you work on, a lot of different people and places that you go, animals that you see. You know, it's got to be a wide array of things that you've got to mix in a way that says, I can shoot, I can edit, I can produce, and I can tell a story. And I get to work with all these people in all these places. That's why you want to hire me. That's the nuts and bolts of it. I appreciate you guys listening. Um, you know, you guys can follow along with what we've got going on on Instagram at Redneck Tech Podcast. The website's rednecktechpodcast.com. I am, uh, all the camera school stuff that we planned, I don't know, months, weeks, whatever ago, got jacked up because all the nobody could get on the same page. So what I've decided to do is I'm going to find some dates in February and March after um, after deer season's over with, before show season starts. I'm just going to make a camera school date. I'm going to find a location. If you can come, great. If you can't, no big deal. But I'm going to you know, set a price per head and then just do it. And I'm going to try and have some of my friends there that I've had on the podcast. I haven't talked to Erwin yet. I'm going to try and get Erwin there. To go over photography stuff, I'll probably try and get a couple more guys there. So it'll it'll be an absolute good time for sure. It'll probably be a Friday night, like Friday midday evening, Saturday and half the day Sunday. Probably try and hold it in a location around Nashville, just so it's in a location that's a little more centrally located and easier to get to. I'm not gonna don't hold me to any of this, but that's gonna be the plan. I will try and continue to update you on each and every podcast. So um, I hope you enjoyed it. You know, if you do, if you like the podcast, guys, please go on iTunes and rate it. And if you really love it, review it. That would make me very, very happy. And uh, that will help us get the message out to more people. And because, um, you know, when the message gets out to more people, the more people reach out to me, the more they can learn and the more I can learn. And that's what I want to do. So I want to keep learning. All right, guys. I will see you next time. Peace. Oh, shit.